Hello, and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Tuesday, June 21st, 2022. I'm Mike Kachopoli. Okay, all right. I think we have a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about on this show. It might be kind of a, a potpourri kind of show. Remember, also, if uh, if you would like to call in, call in. If you want to talk about anything, whatever might be on your mind, we can talk about. But I think I think I'm going to uh, well. First of all, it really seems as though um, a, a chunk of the internet is is out right now, including Truth Social, and I believe some other uh, social networks, some other websites, Gab, and a few others are out. So it seems like a, a good a good sliver of the internet is uh, is not available right now, which is uh, really interesting. I wonder what's happening. I wonder if we are under a a an attack. By Putin. I wonder if Putin is now finally attacking. But would he attack Truth Social first or Twitter? I don't know. I don't think he'd go after Truth Social first. I think he'd go after Twitter first. And Twitter seems to be <clears throat> up and running fine, at least at least for now. Um, but yeah, that's interesting because usually I go on uh, the social networks and I post that I'm going to be starting the live show, and they're all up except Truth. Truth right now. Is out, but we won't go into conspiracies. Hopefully, Truth and the other, uh, the other websites that are been affected are are back up. Um, but what I really wanted to talk about first and foremost, I think, is the the vaccine approval, the vaccine, the COVID vaccine approval for six month olds, six to five month olds. And it has been approved. And of course, you have uh, Walensky going on, not, not Zelensky, Walensky. We'll talk about Zelensky and Ukraine in a minute, too. I also wanted to talk about that. But Walensky uh, approved it. She went on TV saying it is now safe. If you watch the news, if you're in a place like San Francisco, if you're in a nut house like San Francisco, like I am, and you watch the news, they, they'll give no downside to a six month old getting the jab. So when you turn on the local news here, they say the CDC has approved, the FDA and the CDC have approved the jab for six-month-olds, and you can go get your six-month-old vaccinated starting tomorrow. And they talk about it as though there's nothing controversial about it. They talk about it as though this vaccine was actually tested on more than three kids. They talk about it as though there aren't any faults in the, uh, in the trial. I think you're actually sick in the head if you're going to get your six-month-old vaccinated. And the good news is actually... The good news is, is that a poll has said, a recent poll has said only 20%, only one out of five parents will vaccinate any kids they have that are under five years old, which, which proves that the overwhelming majority of this nation does not, does not trust the CDC anymore, does not trust anything about the vaccines anymore. So that's, that's good news. The good news is four out of five parents will not poison their children. The bad news is one out of five parents probably will. Now, I'm guessing that's a nationwide poll. So I'm guessing if you go to, let's say, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, South Carolina, South Dakota, Nebraska, you'll find that probably nine out of 10 won't do it. But if you go to New York City, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, I would not be surprised if at least half are going to have their infants, their six-month-olds vaccinated. Anyone under five. So I like to I like to see the breakdown, if they have it, the breakdown by area. 
That's what I like to see. I like to see the breakdown by area as to who's going to get their children vaccinated. So it, that's the amazing thing that only one in five parents are comfortable with this. Only one in five parents are comfortable with this. And yet, you, if you live in a place like San Francisco, all you hear on the news is, starting tomorrow, line up, line up starting tomorrow to get your six-month-old to five-year-old vaccinated. Not one per they don't, they don't have anyone on talking about how the trial was shit, to how most parents in this country won't do it. They won't talk about any of that. The fact that if you're under five, your chances of getting COVID are near zero. Your chances of dying of COVID are less than zero. They won't talk about that stuff. They won't talk about the risk-reward. All they do is... All the media does here is advertise for Big Pharma. It's basically a very um, – it, it's, it's, it's an expensive advertisement for Big Pharma is what it is. But it's free. They don't have to pay for it. Big Pharma knows they'll get free advertising on the networks here. They'll get free advertising in the major cities. So they get free advertising. And that's, that's what's happened here. We are, we're at a point now, and a big part of why this, this whole – two and a half year period has been total shit is because we have so many people in the, in the pockets of big pharma corporations, news media, journalists, politicians, totally in the back pocket of big pharma, which of course wasn't the case in the last, in the last, let's say uh, uh, virus era, hundred years ago, 1918 to 1920. That wasn't the case back then. We didn't have all these big pharma horrors. We didn't have all these doctors like Fauci and, and Walensky and 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 uh, who's the other one? Otter Otterholm and all these uh, and uh, that horrible, wretched Peter Hotek, who lo- who looks like a serial killer. You know, we haven't we we didn't have those people a hundred years ago, and they weren't given. If there were one or two of them, they weren't given the platform they're given now. So, um, basically. Uh, let's see. Basically, what we're dealing with then is basically a time where there are so many big pharma political whores out there that what they'll do is they'll, they'll look at it and say, now, most people have a little bit of a conscience. Some of them have no conscience. Some of them are totally evil. Jonathan Reimer, they're totally evil. They have no conscience. So you look at the, you look at people like Peter Hotek, look at Reimer, look at, look at, um, Adam Schiff. Look at the, just, they have evil in them. Look at their eyes. They have creepy eyes. Justin Trudeau. Creepy eyes. In other words, the evil is it, it manifests itself physically in these people. And but not all of them are like that. Not all of them are like Rochelle Lewinsky is a good looking, good looking broad. You know, she is she doesn't look evil to me. Yet she is total evil. She's in the, 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 the pockets of big pharma. But some of them have a little bit of a conscience. But what they'll do is because they want it to be true. Because they want Big Pharma to make all this money. And they might have to justify in their minds because the ones that are totally, not totally evil, will want to justify in their minds while they're, why they're, why they're pushing a vaccine that could do more harm than good. Remember, if there's a 0.00001% chance of it doing more harm than good, a doctor's job is to not recommend it. So they have to look and look and look as hard as, and, and go deep into these studies of three or four kids to, to think about why in their mind they can justify giving these vaccines to kids. But if you look at the studies, any reputable doctor who posts these studies, they're garbage. Marty McCary, Jay Bhattacharya, all these good doctors who have been right. Forget about the fact that they're not political whores, they're not big pharma whores. They have been right. They've been proven. Johns Hopkins, Stanford, they've been proven right over and over and over again over the last two and a half years. They say there's absolutely no reason 
at the very best, there's no reason to vaccinate a, a, a six-month-old. And at worst, it could do more harm than good in the short term. And what we don't know at all is the long term, because these haven't been studied. Like most vaccines are studied five, eight, 10 years, 12, 15 years. These haven't been studied long term. So you see, a normal vaccine in a normal age, before the age of big pharma whores, they would take a vaccine and they study it for 8, 10, 12 years. Why? Because they want to know what the long-term effect is. So if I take part in a study now, they will see a decade from now if anything bad has happened to me. They will follow up every couple of months and then every few years. And then once they get to 8 to 10 years, no negative effects. Okay, let's, let's, let's put this on the market, vaccine or drug, whatever it may be. With this, they didn't do that. They didn't do that. Their studies are – by the way, I think, there are, I think there are literally, we say, three kids in this study, but there aren't many more than that. There were 1.8 million people in the polio study for the polio vaccine. 1.8 million people in a country that was a third of the size of what it is now. 1.8 million people. It's an incredible study. But these vaccines don't have that. Yet they push them and they push them and they push them. And then we see myocarditis and a, and a kid who's of Six months old, a year old, can't even verbalize myocarditis. They can have myocarditis and they don't, can't verbalize it. So they can have it and their parents, doctors won't even know that they have it. And we, this is proven to cause myocarditis in, in adolescence. It's proven. We have nurses and doctors out there who are reporting daily, doctors who've been around for 20, 30 years who have never seen a case of myocarditis before in a young person, now saying it's exploding. And they said they've never seen a case until last year. So it, the, it's, the answer is obvious. We live in a time of big pharma whores. These are big pharma whores. That's all they are. People sometimes think I'm crass, and I'm not bad-mouthing whores. I love whores. I believe in, I believe in it. I believe in you should have the right to whore your body. I, I, I believe in escorts. I believe in that. I believe in the right to prostitution. I'm a total libertarian that way. But when I say big pharma whores, I'm talking about people who aren't worth shit. They're evil bastards that aren't worth shit. Because they are part of Big Pharma. They get kickbacks from Big Pharma. Their friends and their colleagues are in Big Pharma. You see? You see? And so they don't care. They don't care about long-term effect. They don't care if it kills your kid. They don't care if it makes you sick. They don't care if it gives you the disease that Justin Bieber has. They don't care. They simply don't care. They will just say, you cannot connect it to the vaccines as a coincidence. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, there's a 320% jump in deaths from 18 to 54 year olds from before the vaccine to after the vaccine. But it's just a bad year. It's a bad year. You can't make the connection. You shut up. You're a conspiracy theorist. Move along. And they know they can say that. They can say it about anything. When we say, oh, my God, all of a sudden I'm seeing all these stories in the news over the last 18 months of young people dropping dead and getting these diseases with their faces contorting. I've never seen this before. Oh, you're imagining it. No, it's, it's always it's always been that way. You're just thinking about it now. You see, so. They can say whatever they want, and they know that. They know they'll never, ha- they'll never be a reckoning. And by the time the reckoning comes, they'll probably all be dead. This is why Big Pharma, Pfizer, and Moderna didn't want to release their information for 75 years. Why pick 75 years? Why not pick 20 years? It's a long time. Why? Because in 20 years, most of us will still be alive. They know in 75 years, those of us experiencing this now will all be dead. Then they can release the information and the generation 75 years from now could say, oh, God, can you believe what they did? But there'll be no reckoning because we'll be dead. The people have done it to us. They'll all be dead. That's why they pick 75 years. 
if I'm not doing anything illegal or untoward, why would I make you wait 75 years to see my information, to see the facts? I would be proud to release them right now. If what I was doing was all good and no bad, I'd say, here, look, look at this. Look at these facts that back up what a great person I am, what a great study I've done, what a great, uh, what a, what a great discovery I've made. Now, if I'm trying to hide something, I'd say, well, when you're dead, when we're all dead, we'll release information. We'll, 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 we'll put it in a time capsule. And, uh, and the judge, the courts had to say, no, no, you have to release it this year. The courts had to force them to release it this year. Why? If you're not, if you're making something that's not bad, if you're making something that's not poison, one, you'd release the information right away around it, right? One, two, you'd say you can sue me if you get hurt because I know, I know it's not going to hurt you. So I'm not afraid of lawsuits because there will be no lawsuits because what I'm making is, is like Jonas Salk. It's like a, it's like a polio vaccine. It's going to do only good. It's going to cure people. It's not going to hurt anybody. So go ahead and sue me if you want. But if I'm telling you, no, I'm not going to release the facts around this for 75 years. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what's really in it. And you can't sue me if something bad happens to you. Obviously, I know what I'm doing is wrong. I know what I'm doing is bad. And I want my ass covered. So, yes, this is all part of my question to myself and to you is to why the Democrats and the left won't let COVID go, whether it's hanging on to masks. They hang on to masks in the New York City subways, right? They're hanging on to masks on Broadway theater, live theater in California, New York. They're hanging on to masks. They're not totally letting them go, right? Vaccine mandates. Vaccine mandates. Eric Adams. Eric Adams, whose approval is lower than de Blasio. Someone said de Blasio 2.0. That's basically what he is. De Blasio 2.0. Eric Adams saying, well, we're going to give you a second shot to get the shot. If you get the shot, we'll bring you back. Instead of saying, no, 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 no. Everyone who was fired can come back. There are no vaccine mandates anymore. They can't let it go. They got to hang on to it. So what, what are we seeing? We're seeing airlines, cancellations, thousands of cancellations, thousands of postponements every weekend. And what do the pilots say? Because many pilots quit because of the vaccine mandates. Many pilots quit because of the vaccine mandates. Pilots who are, let's say, maybe a couple of years away from retirement said, I'm not going to deal with this shit. I'm not going to force myself. I'm not going to get something. I'm not going to be forced to have a medical procedure just to work for another 18 months. I'm going to quit now. And so thousands and thousands of them quit. Air traffic controllers, they quit. They retired. That's why we're having this problem now. That's why all of a sudden there aren't enough pilots. There aren't enough air traffic controllers. That's why all these flights are being canceled. Even on non-holiday weekends, all these flights are being delayed and canceled because of the vaccine mandate. So instead of saying, okay, we have known for a year and a half now the vaccines don't stop the spread. We've known for a year and a half now vaccines absolutely positively do nothing to stop the spread. So what do we need vaccine mandates for? Instead of saying, okay, we made a mistake. We thought the vaccines would stop the spread. Still no reason for a vaccine mandate, in my opinion, IMO. But now that we know stop the spread, we're going to get rid of the vaccine mandates. If you love, we're begging you to come back. Please come back. We want you to come back. No, they don't do that. They don't do that. They say, okay, 
If you fire, you stay home, and we're just going to cancel. We're going to fuck up the consumer. Once again, the consumer is the one who will bear the brunt of all this. The consumer is the one who's paying 40% more now for hotels, 50% more now for flights. They're going to bear the brunt of this. They're going to bear the brunt of our bad decisions for vaccine mandates. They double and triple down. They double and triple down. Eric Adams doubles and triples down. That's the problem. That's why his approval is 25. That's why the new, may- the new mayor, they couldn't wait to get rid of de Blasio in New York. They could not wait to get rid of him. So usually the new mayor, the new president, the new whoever, even Biden had this, has that honeymoon period with their approvals above 50. Eric Adams is only six months into this and his approval is lower than Biden's. One out of every four New Yorkers likes this guy. But that. <laughs> Their inability, these Democrats, these liberals, inability to be introspective, to look in and say, we're doing something wrong. People are mad at us for a reason. They just say, no, they're mad at us because of COVID, Trump, Putin, COVID, Trump, Putin, COVID, Trump, Putin. They're too stupid to understand the real dynamics. So they're just they're they're blaming us because they're too stupid to understand COVID, Trump, Putin, COVID, Trump, Putin. That's all they can say. It's absolutely maddening. It's absolutely maddening. Now, I'm going to be shopping. Uh, I'm going to be popping that champagne bottle on the night of, is it November 8th? I'm going to be shopping. Uh, I'm going to be popping that champagne bottle for sure. But it's going to be kind of a hollow victory in a way because these people, it will be more of a victory. It's more of a victory when your opponent can look at themselves and say, you know, we need to get better. We lost badly. You know, and what's amazing is that is that teams can do this all the time. Sports teams do this all the time, right? A very bad year, they go and they say, what can we do to get better, okay? We weren't bad. A sports team isn't bad. When a, when a sports team finishes last, they don't say we were bad because of, of Vladimir Putin. They don't say we were bad because of a virus. They say we were bad because we were bad. The players we had didn't get the job done. The organization we have stinks. We have to change things if we want to get better. And so they look into themselves and they say, we need a second baseman or we need a running back or we need a center, whatever they, whatever sport it may be. But for some reason, politicians can't do that. They can't say, look, we screwed up. The team we put together hasn't worked. What can we do to change it? What can we do to get better? What can we do? They don't ask themselves that question. They just blame other people. They blame others. And I don't understand it because it doesn't get them anywhere. It doesn't make people want to vote for them more because they blame other people. It makes people want to vote for them less because they can't take any 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 actual uh, responsibility. And, yeah, someone on Twitter just said, remember this. Pfizer CEO says Omicron vaccine will be ready in March. That was uh, three months ago, March. Where was the Omicron vaccine? Where's the Omicron vaccine? That was supposed to be ready three months ago. The inept, these people are so inept. They're so freaking inept. And yet they know they can get away with it because 90% of the media backs them. The establishment liberal media will back them. They will cover for them. They will simply cover for them. And it's over and over again. 
It's say something will happen. It doesn't happen. Don't worry. We'll pretend you didn't say that. And then a month later, you go to the next thing where you say something. We'll promote it as though it's truth. In fact, that doesn't happen or you're wrong. We'll pretend, pretend that didn't happen. Go to the next thing. I've said this throughout this whole COVID era, which is it's almost like the weatherman, right? Where the weatherman says, it's going to snow 20 inches tomorrow. It rains. People forget the weatherman ever said that. And a week later, when they come up with another forecast, people believe them, right? And so they could be wrong three or four times. Yet the fifth time, people will still go to the store. You know, they show the video. Everyone's going to the store, packing up on food because the weatherman. But the weatherman was wrong four of the times, but it doesn't matter because they never took responsibility. They never had to say we're wrong. We suck. Meteorology, even in 21st century, is worthless. They don't have to admit to anything. So it's a, it's that weather, but this is much more important than the weather. All this stuff is much more important than, than the temperature. But it's the same deal where you can have a job where you're wrong at least half the time, if not more than half the time, and people will still believe you the next time you speak. <laughs> the cognitive dissonance is amazing. It really is. It really is. And we've seen this over and over and over and over again during the COVID era. Say something will happen. It doesn't happen. Pretend they didn't say it. Move on to the next thing. Instead of saying these people are wrong, they're not to be trusted anymore. How many times can you be off, if not totally wrong, and still be trusted the next time you open your mouth? That's the question. That is the question. But the reason why these people are not held accountable is because the media wants a certain narrative and you take nothing can get away with the narrative. It gets in the way of the narrative once they start holding people accountable. Once they start showing in a timeline or a chart or a graph how many times doctors, the FDA, the CDC, the WHO, Fauci, Osterholm, Walensky has been wrong, if they showed that on the timeline over 28 months, people would never trust another word they said again. So they'll never do that. They'll never do it. Also, they haven't released, they have not released at all the data over last year. Over last year, they haven't released any data, okay, showing cases of unvaccinated, cases of vaccinated, hospitalizations of unvaccinated, hospitalizations of vaccinated, deaths of vaccinated, unvaccinated. They haven't shown that. They haven't shown the actual data. If it's, if, if it's so true that the vaccines prevent hospitalizations and deaths, why don't they show that daily? Why don't they say the vaccines saved 85,000 people yesterday? Here's the proof. Here's the proof that 85,000 people would have died if they didn't have the vaccine, but they got it and they lived. Where's the proof? In other words, if I'm proven right, don't I want to show the world every day how right I am? When I have a good team, don't I want to show the stats every day of my batting averages and ERAs and my record? So where, where's all the data? Where's all the data? Well, this is just like they never showed the data during COVID of the demographics of the people who were dying every day. Like, we don't have the ability to compile that in the 21st century. There's no, you, they can compile stats up the ass for sports. Stats I don't even understand for baseball. Yet they could not compile on a daily basis the number of, let's say, 85-plus-year-olds who died compared to 
18 to 20 year olds who died, people with diabetes who died compared to people who were totally healthy that died. So what do I have to do? I have to go to doctors. I have to go to a doctor I know who runs a hospital. I need to ask them. I need to ask them how many healthy 30 year olds died of COVID and they tell me zero. San Francisco, city center hospital. How many 30 year olds, healthy 30, 40, 50 year olds came in totally healthy, had COVID, crapped out, zero. That's how you get the information. Why should I have to do that to get the information? Because if they put out the real information, it would not support their narrative. It would not support their narrative. So they just throw big numbers out there. 85,000 people died. 120,000 people test positive. They just throw numbers out there without breaking them down. Because they, they brought, If they broke it down, their narrative is out the window. Just throw a big number out there and they can keep their narrative going. So it's the same thing we're seeing now with these tests, with these, with these vaccines. They don't show you the data. You have to go looking for it. You have to ask a doctor who's not a total big pharma whore, what was, what was the study? What was the study? What's the proof? What's the proof that kids need this? And where's the proof that it will absolutely 130% do more harm than good? Where's the proof? Doesn't exist. In fact, most doctors tell you the opposite. Most will tell you the opposite. So the question goes, once again, once again, the question goes, what is the point of it, right? When we have so much information out there, if we want to find it, if we want to look for it, that this stuff is very much the opposite of what we're being sold on television, very much the opposite of what we're being sold on television, what the mainstream media is trying to sell us, basically. That's the point. And you have to wonder, you have to wonder, will they ever stop getting away with it? Will they ever stop getting away with this money grab? Which is basically what this is. This is just a a money grab. That's what it comes down to, a money grab. They want to get as much money out of this as quickly as possible before enough people notice so they can avoid the lynch mob. They can avoid the pitchforks. And that's why they wanted to put this under the dirt for 75 years, to avoid those that lynch mob and the the pitchforks, which will hopefully be coming as soon as enough people wake up to what's been happening here. I'll take the calls in a second. I just want to, I want to, talk about one other thing uh, before I go to the phone calls, but I'll get, I'll get to the phone calls. If you want to call in, call in, talk about, you know, talk about vaccines, talk about masks, talk about COVID, talk about anything you want to talk about, but what we're going to talk about now is going from Zelensky. No, going from, well, I get them mixed up. We're going from, they're both full of shit. So going from Welensky to Zelensky, we're seeing um, celebrities, actors. Well, we got Sean Penn, right? Um, going to Ukraine 
to basically have photo ops with this guy in the middle of what's supposedly a war zone, right? It's supposedly dangerous. It's a war zone. Yet they have time to schedule photo ops with celebrities who want to go to shake his hand, to shake Zelensky's hand. And this is, happens now every couple of weeks. Or Pelosi will go there with a team, her team of Democrats and go there and shake his hand. Of course, Biden hasn't done it yet. But it's so dangerous. It's such a war zone. But they have time for this reality show breaks. That's the amazing thing. They have time for these reality show breaks. It's basically become, Ukraine's become, has someone put it, a, a, a conveyor belt for celebrities now to go there and have their photo ops with the great Zelensky, who none of them knew any fucking thing about six months ago. These people had no fucking clue who, who the president of Ukraine was six months ago. All of a sudden, he's this great hero. Once again, this is narrative. This is the narrative drive of the 21st century. You cannot fight the narrative. The narrative simply, this is the way we want it to be. This, he's the hero, green, blue, golden, blue. He's the hero, wear the pin, go the flag. He had the stupid Salesforce building with the blue and gold at the top. Yesterday was, today was for the warriors, but usually for Ukraine. And so this is the narrative. And yet you look at it, if, you have, if you're a sane person, you say, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I don't remember celebrities going into the middle of Iraq war. I don't remember celebrities going into the middle of the Afghanistan war. I don't, I don't, I don't remember this. This is what I, I don't remember. But now we're getting these celebrities, one after the other, who just march in, these actors who march in, get a photo op with their big hero that they support, their big hero. They knew nothing about him six months ago, knew nothing about his country six months ago, knew nothing about the dynamics between Russia and Ukraine, the old USSR, nothing. They know zero. They knew as much as they knew about the, the, the dynamics of the Middle East during the Iraq war, which is nothing. Zero. And here they go and they, and they shake their hands and they have a great time and they take photo ops. And you wonder, my goodness, how, what, what's the point of this? What is the point of this? To get Congress to send more billions of dollars to them? We send billions of dollars to them and after every package of $30 billion we send them, they say it's not enough. You're weak. You're losers. Send us more. Send us your soldiers. We keep sending money to people who don't like us, who didn't like us before this, and don't like us now, won't like us after. But they'll use us for now. You know, I don't know that I have Russian friends. I do. I have a good friend who's Russian. You've heard him on this show from time to time. So I've learned a little bit more about the dynamic between Russia and Ukraine. One thing I know is you could not tell the difference when people speak the language. You couldn't tell the difference. You can't tell if someone's from Ukraine or Russia. You can't tell. Even Russians and Ukrainians can't tell. That's how close they are. That's how they're basically the same people. But I just love it. With celebrities, all of a sudden, we have, we have the, the hero of the, of the year. The hero of the year. And we can do this for Welensky or Zelensky, because the same schmucky asshole liberal celebrities would get photo ops shaking the hands of both of them if they could. I shouldn't give them any ideas. They might do it together. They might get together with Welensky and Zelensky and have a photo op. These morons, these idiots. In the middle of a war zone, a country that's supposedly being torn apart, they go into the middle of it where the president is, and they have a photo op. 
How do you even arrange that in the middle of a war? Who is it, Ben Stiller? Yeah, Ben Stiller was the latest one who went over there. Is this, a, <laughs> this is virtue signaling. It's all in the same line, the same tent of virtue signaling. Let's virtue signal our vaccines by putting them in arms of six-month-olds. Let's virtue signal our love of Ukraine by waving the Ukrainian flag, where six months ago we had no clue what the Ukrainian flag looked like. Now, do we want to know the facts of the war? Do we want to know the facts of the dynamics between the two countries? Do we want to know the, the facts of the demographic of Ukraine? Do we want to know the facts behind the vaccines? Do we want to know the facts behind the studies? Do we want to know the facts behind who's in danger of getting COVID and who doesn't? The, no, who we don't care about facts. We don't care about any of these facts. All we care about is the mainstream media left-wing narrative. You know, and with Ukraine, it's not just left-wing. It's not just left-wing. You know, we know when it comes to war in this country and the jingoism, everyone gets behind it. And that's the problem with a possible World War III or nuclear war, is that this quote-unquote love of country, the jingoism, this hate of Russia and Putin is very dangerous because it can lead us in that, in that direction where the majority of people will be behind this until we're all dead, until we're all gone. But at least when I watch Fox News, I'm getting some criticism. I'm getting some... Uh, I'm getting... So there's some people who are against sending all this money in and getting us involved and saying stupid things like Lindsey Graham does or, he, you know, where, where it's, you're, you're, you're basically goading Putin into World War III, into nuclear war. I'm getting some... There are a few people, right? Tucker Carlson. And Tucker Carlson's a big one, right? He gets... He's a, the highest, best-rated show in the country of all the networks. So at least we have that. But as usual, these anti, so-called so anti-war leftist Democrats are totally for it. They're totally for sending billions if it comes to having to put boots on the ground. Anything, anything that goes against Putin in Russia, anything. Because remember, remember Putin's Trump's friend. So this, this is how Trump derangement syndrome comes back into it again. We've got Trump derangement syndrome with the vaccines, with COVID, with masks, with vaccine passports, and we have Trump derangement syndrome with the Ukraine-Russia war, right? Oh, no, no. Trump and Putin were, were friends, so we hate Putin. We hate Putin for we hate Putin for that. We hate Trump and Putin for wanting to get along because why should the two superpowers, the two nuclear powers, two of the three in in the world want to get along? Oh, terrible, terrible. The narrative is is the toughest thing to fight. That's the toughest um, force to fight. Is the force of the narrative. The narrative force once it's in motion. Once it's in motion. It takes very brave people like us to fight these to fight these narratives and get and, and try to break through them and see the truth, to see actual facts, right? Okay, let me see here. Who do we got? Uh, oh, our friend from Canada. Hold on, let me let me get this here. Right. North, hello, are you there? North. North up, you, you're playing with your mic, North. It went off, and now it went back to mute. Let me see if I can help you Hello? out. North, you there? Can you hear me? I can hear you, loud and clear. Awesome. 
Uh, I just wanted to ask you, um, you know Justin Bieber was sick in 2019, right? I know. He, he had Lyme disease, didn't yeah. he? Something like that? Yeah, he's, yeah, I know. He's had problems for a while, so. I feel bad for the kid. I feel bad for the kid. He seems to get every, he seems to get a lot of rare things. By the way, this, the one he currently has now is actually pretty rare for someone his age. There was rumors he had shingles, but he did not have shingles. Right. Um, but he did have, he did have Lyme disease. And I know, no, I know, I, I've known people with Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. And I know it's, it can be really bad. It can cause a lot of very weird things. It can cause mental instability. It can cause psychological problems. You know, it can cause can facial cause paralysis. It can cause what? Facial paralysis. I know it can cause facial paralysis, but you know what also causes facial paralysis? The vaccine. We know that. It's a fact. The vaccines have caused Epstein-Barr syndrome. It's happened. People have gotten it from the vaccine. This is not, also, this is not a hidden thing. This is actually, even Big Pharma will tell you, but they'll say it's a mild thing and it goes away in a week or two, but it does cause that. So, yes, this could be Lyme disease. It could be, but it could also be the vaccine. It could be a combination of both. I what I'm saying is that the vaccine causes Epstein Barr. It absolutely does. I mean, we, know, no we know that Lyme disease does cause facial paralysis. It's been a long time, like, known trait. Um, and the kid's been dealing with it three years. So it seems really presumptuous just to jump to a vaccine. Oh, I, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? I didn't jump. I didn't say the vaccine caused it. But I'm also not saying the vaccine did not cause it. See, that's the problem. I'm, I'm not saying the vaccine actually caused it. How the frig do I know if the vaccine actually then caused it? I just it? bring it the up. What's that? I just wouldn't bring it up then. Like, if it, it doesn't. If why why, why would you bring it up? If you don't have any proof, why wouldn't you bring it up? Because when you bring it up, it acts. You're act. You're making a connection that's not connected. I never said. I never. No, no. You're absolutely wrong. See, what I'm saying is, we know the vaccines have caused things like myocarditis. We know the vaccine has caused the facial paralysis in people. Okay, so what I'm saying is, Justin Bieber, a young guy, a healthy guy. I know he had Lyme disease. I understand that, but he also was supposedly over that Lyme disease, North. Okay, there was also a, a, a period between his Lyme disease problem and this happening. Okay, so to make that connection is kind of weird too, because usually if you talk to most doctors, you're not over Lyme disease when this happens. But he had, you don't have a huge period of months in between where you have no problems and all of a sudden this happens. Okay, Justin Bieber had told us that he was cured, but the doctors told him he was cured of his Lyme disease. And then months later, post vaccine, this happens. So you, I can also say you're full of shit by saying this is a a product of his of his uh, of, the, of the Lyme disease. We don't know that, but what I'm saying is there are real side effects of the vaccine. There are real side effects of the vaccine, and so if there are real side effects of the vaccine, and this kid is healthy, he's in great shape. He's in his what is he late twenties, early thirties, and now he gets this after the vaccine. I can say, you know what, the vaccine very possibly has caused this, or they should at least be looking into it. Dude, Yet, are we hearing anything about them looking yeah, into you're it? You're making a connection that you have no proof for, and like you can't cure Lyme disease. I don't know what you're saying. This is why this is why studies are done, North. This is why studies no, are done. Said that, to try to you just said his doctor said he was cured of Lyme disease. You can't cure Lyme disease. There is no cure for Lyme disease. You can treat it's, Lyme no, it's, disease. As usual, as usual, as usual, I don't want to get, I don't want to go too long with this, but as usual, your friend, Daniel, is is on the line, 
hanging on there. And so uh, you stay there, North. You stay there. You stay there. Don't go anywhere. Stay with stay with us. And let me see. Let's see if I can do this. Okay. Let's see if I can do this. Daniel. Daniel, are you there? Hold on. Let me see here. I don't want to knock anybody off here. I don't want to knock anybody off here. Let's see. All right. Let's see if this works. Oh, wait a minute, North. Hold on. Stay there. Daniel, are you there? Yeah, now now I'm able to unmute. Go ahead. So, um, yeah, um, Lyme disease is treatable. It's treatable with antibiotics. Um, the facial palsy that occurs with Lyme disease usually occurs um, very shortly after contracting, like, you know, uh, 21 days, somewhere around but there. That's what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. So, so when when did Bieber have Lyme disease? I know nothing about Justin Bieber. I think it was three. I think it was three years ago. Okay, so so he's not a he's not a candidate for a facial paralysis due to Lyme disease. Um, but that's beside the point. The point here is whether we should be questioning this these vaccines' safety, and we most certainly should be questioning their safety. They had very fo- poor phase three testing before they were released for emergency use only. And everyone should be reminded that almost all of them are released for emergency use only. Where the hell is the emergency? It doesn't exist anymore. Furthermore, we should all definitely be questioning the the, the long-term safety of these things. Like I said, very short phase three testing about three months before being released for um, uh, emergency use only approval by FDA. When do most uh, drugs, medications of any type, when are, are the uh, side effects often found? Almost the most shocking ones often, almost always found. It's in phase four testing. Phase four testing is when a medication is released to the public. It's approved by the FDA, meets full approval, not just emergency use approval, full approval, which means that they've been tested for somewhere between two to four years before being released. They've had clinical tests for two to four years before being released, unlike these vaccines, which had months. And then Daniel, did you know? Did you four, know did, then when they get, wait, 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 when they get into phase four, that is when most drugs, Vioxx, for example, big, big, big issues there. That's when most drugs that, that are found to have very very harmful, deleterious effects are found to be harmful. This is in phase four, after millions of people have been exposed to them. So, of course, we should be questioning the, the safety and efficacy of these things. And, of course, whenever some, somebody gets vaccinated with one of these things and they develop some sort of side effects, of course, we should be making the connection. And, of course, of course, there are going to be many, many, many people that actually have had problems caused by this disease. We already know that. We know that with respect to myocarditis and pericarditis. We know that with respect to Bell's palsy. We already know that these back that these vaccines are causing above background rates and prevalence of, of the disease. It, it, it's, it's not questioned. It's it's it. This is right. this is fact. In fact, you and I know someone, we won't say who it is, you and I know someone, I'll get back to you, North, stay there, but you and I know someone who had Bell's palsy, and he went to the emergency room, and they asked him, were you vaccinated? 
Exactly. Now, why would why would they have asked that? I don't know. I wonder. And he said, no, I haven't. They go, okay, because we've seen it in people who are vaccinated. That's what they said. That's why they asked him if he was vaccinated, because people who are vaccinated are getting it, not people who aren't vaccinated. So they said, oh, we, this is why we ask you this, because people who are vaccinated were seeing Bell's palsy. So the fact that it does cause facial paralysis. And as I have said, and as you back me up, there was a three-year period between Justin Bieber getting Lyme disease and this facial paralysis, okay? It, it wasn't like, and like you said, in that period of time, it wouldn't be caused by the Lyme disease. Yeah, and, and, and unlike what Norris said, he seems to think Lyme disease can't be cured. Um, it takes about a you know, two to four week uh, treatment with uh, oral antibiotics, and then almost everyone, it, it's cured. Um, so, so Lyme, so, so North, come on, man. Uh, <laughs> Jeez. Wait a minute. I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. But, but like I said, Daniel, did you know that in this study, I'll get back to North in a second, in this study with the children, with the six-month to five-year-olds that they did, that more children, for what I understand, more children who had the placebo got COVID I'm sorry, more people, let me, more, more children that got the vaccine and they're getting COVID than the kids with the placebo. So the kids who got the placebo got back, got COVID at a lower rate than the kids with the vaccines, which is why so many doctors have no clue as to why they've approved this vaccine for infants. Yes, this, this is, I mean, to be, to be so upset about what's going on with the, with the children is, it's just, it's hard to put in words, given that it is just so damn upsetting that adults have been forced and coerced to get this vaccine, which no healthy adult, no healthy adult should have gotten the SARS-CoV vaccine. For one, they have such a low, 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 low rate of morbidity and mortality from SARS-CoV-2. And two, the long-term side effects are simply not known. No healthy person should have gotten this vaccine. To force this on children is grotesque grotesque it's 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 adults forcing their own paranoia their own hysteria onto children that's what they're doing that's exactly and that's what they've done through this whole thing you know the school closures it was adults with their own paranoia and neuroses passing those on making children pay for their own adult neuroses and fear and hysteria oh that's you should have seen you should have seen some of the board meetings that i went to for my children's school my, my son's high school um these people would stand up and repeat the mantra it's not safe it's not safe and you would ask them to try to quantify this lack of safety and they couldn't they would just simply repeat it's not safe it's not safe and they'd get hysterical about this and there was at one point we had an epidemiologist. It, um, it, it, the all the uh, meetings at that time were Zoom meetings, and an epidemiologist called in, and she was very clear about what the risk to children was. And these people were just drowning her out with this mantra of "It's not safe, it's not safe," and they simply would not listen to this woman who'd been an epidemiologist for above for more than twenty years. It was it was the most bizarre. It, it's to call it mass hysteria is just does not do it justice.
And on the final, Peter McCullough, you know, who, who has been an advocate against these horrible vaccines from day one, and Peter McCullough, who's been right about everything over the last two and a half years, has just said that the, there's an issue with the spike protein in these vaccines and what they will do on a long-term basis and the fact that they're staying in people's systems longer than they were supposed to and causing issues. And he simply said, he simply said, Peter McCullough, a couple of days ago, he said, the only answer is stop getting these vaccines. That's it. Stop getting yeah. them. If, you, if you've got them, don't get any more jabs and certainly don't give them to your kids. Every day we learn something new about this, these side effects. Now now we've got uh, reports in the literature from really solid science showing uh, up to six months of decreased sperm motility in people that have gotten this vaccine. That is nuts. Of course it is. It's, it's, it's absolute. And, and once again, the fact that, I, look, I, I have family members. I have family members who have gotten four jabs. And not only did they get COVID, they got COVID again and again, and they got COVID pretty bad. We're talking about pretty bad coughs for a week with four jabs. And and, and after we learn about uh, sperm mobility problems, is anybody going to be surprised if uh, a year from now, uh, two years from now, we start learning of increased chromosomal defects in, in, in children born to vaccinated mothers? Are we going to be surprised at all if people have deformities? Remember thalidomide? Yeah, it was supposed to be this wonder drug until famously uh, thalidomide babies were born um, with with god-awful birth defects. And then that thing was taken off the market. Um, We've got such a long history, such a long history with vaccines of causing tremendous problems. We've got such a long history of medications in general causing problems. And most of those problems are found in phase four. That's when it's widely released to the public and approved by the FDA after full phase three testing. Most people do not have a clue as, as to the different as to the different phases and what each one of those represents with respect to testing. Um, that that the FDA uh, uh, that well, the phases one through four they have no clue what this is the mind blowing so when they get a drug Daniel, so when they the get something released to, to the public they think right. it's safe it's not safe just because it's released to the public does not mean it's safe and we can never know that a drug is totally safe until it is released to the public in many situations and that is when we find out so often and that is when the pharmaceutical companies have raked in. Look, look, look on Wikipedia, Google, uh, Wikipedia, uh, 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 drug company settlement, something like that. I, I did at one point about two years ago. Um, look at the tens of billions of dollars paid out by Pfizer, for example, for for medications that in phase four went really, really tits up. Well, what the number that really got to me was that the polio vaccine was tested on 1.8 million people, 1.8 million people. These vaccines haven't come close to that kind of text, that kind of testing. I mean, that 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 was mind blowing to me. I mean, that that's 1.8 million. That's quite the study. That's a real study. And yep. maybe, maybe that's why maybe that's why those vaccines worked to eradicate the disease they were they were invented for. Well, they were attenuated and killed viruses. They worked because they had a broad antigen-based exposure. That they were they, they they were vaccines that were targeting because they were from killed and attenuated viruses. 
they were targeting the entire capsid, the entire structure of the virus was here we we have a vaccine that targets one specific protein that is fucking nuts and everyone that that has any immunology um, infectious disease background every physician that i know was saying how could this possibly work all, right. all you have to do is have some small mutations and and th- there goes the vaccine efficacy i mean all you'd have to do is web one base pair uh, um, uh, uh, one base pair mutation that that causes sickle cell anemia, for example. And there's many proteins that you have one base pair that goes wrong, and the protein folds entirely different. And if the protein folds entirely different, that makes it very, very difficult. Makes it impossible. It's, it essentially looks like an entirely different protein to our immune system. Okay, so, I, I, so I, I, Daniel, Daniel, I want to I want to end the show soon, but I want to give I want to give uh, I promise I give North the last word here. But before I do that. I, I want to ask you a simple question. I don't know if you have a good answer for me or not, but why won't the Democrats, why won't the media, why won't the left simply let COVID go away? Why do they need to continue to talk about masks? Why do they need to continue to talk about vaccines and vaccine mandates? Why can't they simply let us get back to normal, which 98% of the country wants to do? It is so multifactorial, Mike. It's, um, <laughs> Give me a simple it, answer. 30 seconds. Uh, um, um, people just don't like to admit when they're wrong. They're too, too vested in it and financially and uh, um, uh, uh, with respect to their character. Um, they just they can't go back. They're in too deep. That's a good answer. That's a very good answer. Daniel, the, I'm going uh, to mute you there for here and – We'll give, let's see if I can do this here. Hold on. Okay. All right. So North, North, um, go ahead. You hear me? Yes, go ahead. I hear you. Okay, just making sure I got a new mic. Okay. Um, yeah, no. Lyme disease can be treated and possibly cured if you catch it early. Uh, you can have chronic Lyme disease, and you can catch Lyme disease late where it can uh, – give you uh, long-term effects for years. On addition to that, uh, here is, I sent you a link. It's at the top of the room chat uh, with Justin Bieber talking about having Lyme disease and Epstein-Barr disease in February of 2020. So unless Justin Bieber got the vaccine a year before everybody else did, then his Epstein-Barr was not caused by the vaccine. The link's right there at the top for you. Right. But like I said, uh, I know plenty. No, I know no. so all I am saying, and like, say? I, I, I agree North, with Daniel. What are you saying? You're saying that this one case is not the vaccine you can prove it? Is that no. what you're saying? No. What I am saying, I agree with Daniel. It's it's totally good to question uh, the safety and efficacy of the vaccine. It's not good to make assertions and connections you're you're being just as hysterical as the people who say we have to get three, four boosters and like we don't wear a mask constantly, we're going to die. You're being just as hysterical the other way when you make these connections that aren't connected. It's not helpful to the situation. It's actually detrimental to to moving forward and finding out what the truth is. 
So did you agree with Fauci then when Dr. Fauci and my name is not Dr. Pachopoli, by the way, and I had no and I have no I had no influence on public policy the way Dr. Fauci had for two years. So did, what did you think about Dr. Fauci saying behind the scenes? And many people have corroborated this. Um, people aren't scared enough. I want to make them more scared. We need to make them more scared. Do you think that's something that a doctor, any doctor should be doing, especially a doctor who makes public policy? I don't know, dude. I, I was I was reading what Daniel was saying. Um, no, no, I, I don't... Are, bringing this up because you're saying, oh, I'm being hysterical and I'm hurting, yeah. and this is hurting my car, hurting the cause, when I have no, I have no power. I have no power of a public policy. You have a doctor who's had power of a public policy over millions and millions of lives, businesses, the economy, saying, I want to make people in this country not scared of COVID enough. I have to make them more scared. We have to make them more scared. Now, that I think that is something I, I don't, I Not me saying that Justin Bieber may have had a side effect of the vaccine. Like, I, I agreed with most of what had come out from the CDC – uh, just opinion wise, but I never was afraid. I just did my due diligence and I got two, two vaccine doses. I'm not, now that Omicron's out, I'm not going to get the boosters because I know Omicron is like a, a weak version of the virus. Like, I just don't agree with this assertion that because some people went overboard and some people are like hypochondriacs with this disease that the media and the Fauci and CDC, like, were themselves hysterical about it. I don't, I, I think they got things wrong, but I, how can you not in that position? I mean, like, you, you were making the example. North, 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 I, I appreciate what you're saying, North, but here's the thing, and I don't want to go into this forever. Although it seems though COVID always takes over these shows for some reason, but and I think that's my point. I actually I want to stop talking about COVID, but the Democrats, the left, won't just drop it. If all these things were dropped, there'd be nothing to talk about. We can talk about other things, but they won't let it go. They simply just won't let it go. And it's, to me, it's a psychological disorder. But what I'm saying is, no, no, no. We knew Fauci's history. You say, how could they not be wrong? What are you talking about? It's the 21st century. It's the year 2020. We know Fauci was wrong during AIDS. We have proof that Fauci was wrong during AIDS. We have AIDS activists who hated him. We had gay rights groups who were marching against him. Dr. Fauci, how can you kill us? The photos are out there. We know he was wrong. So why do you go back? And this is Trump's fault. Trump is the one who brought him into this. If Trump knew all of this stuff, which he didn't, I'm sure he wouldn't have brought Fauci into it. But some moron in his administration said this is the go-to guy. When he got everything wrong during the AIDS crisis, everything wrong, he pushed AZT, which killed hundreds of thousands of people. So we knew the guy was wrong. This is not like, oh, oh, my God, how could this genius, this genius was wrong? I mean, this genius was wrong one time. Don't blame him. No, 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 no. The fact is we knew this guy was incompetent. This guy was incompetent in the 80s and 90s. He was incompetent. Recent history told us this. And yes, I do blame Trump for bringing him into the fold, but of course, Biden promoted him, okay? And the Democrats have adored him. Only the Republicans, only Rand Paul, the only, the only party that has gone after him that's questioned his integrity, the only ones, Democrats, Biden, hook, line, and sinker, he's their Jesus during this whole thing. And the fact of the matter is, you cannot, the idea is not to be wrong and then be wrong and double and triple down on being wrong. That's the problem. 
The problem is once they were proven wrong, they didn't say we were wrong, we're going to course correct. They doubled and tripled down. That's the problem. What do you call third jab, fourth jab, fifth jab? That's doubling and tripling down on something that didn't work. That's not working. What do you, what do you call a vaccine mandates and vaccine passports not ending now, but people wanting to keep them going when they've been proven to do nothing but harm the economy and destroy people's lives? That's the problem, North. Not being wrong, but being wrong over and over and over again and never admitting it, never course correcting, and the left-wing media never holding them responsible. They still put Fauci on every fucking Sunday, the guy who was wrong. So if he was wrong six times, why do they still keep going to him? That's the problem. That's the problem. So it's not a matter of, I don't think he's wrong. I think he's evil. I think he knows he's, I, know, I think he knows he's a fucking idiot, but he makes half a million dollars in his salary. He gets kickbacks. He just said, if you get kickbacks, you don't got to disclose it. Royalties don't got to be disclosed in his business. The people who approve the vaccines don't have to admit they took any royalties, nothing from Big Pharma. We hear this over and over again. So to say there's no corruption, I'm being hysterical. I'm being hysterical saying he's corrupt. I'm being hysterical saying he was wrong. I'm being hysterical saying he's an evil person. I don't think that's the truth at all. I don't think that's the truth at all. He had many opportunities to go on TV on his Sunday shows and say, I was wrong. He never admitted he was wrong. And in the, when he goes in front of Rand Paul, he never admits he's wrong. He says he's being crucified. Rand Paul's the bad guy. They got it all wrong. That's my problem. And the fact of the matter is, it was a flu. It was a respiratory virus, not a new thing. It's not something we hadn't seen before. It's not something we hadn't seen before, like it's this new plague. Okay? I'd say that was the case with AIDS, but it certainly isn't the case with this respiratory virus. Not SARS-CoV-2. You cannot say. These people who have been epidemiologists and virologists for decades, you can't say, oh, they were blindsided. When this is their fucking job to understand these things and to look out for them and to know how to deal with them. And the fact of the matter is, his fear and his hysteria that he pushed on people, his flip-flopping, mask no good, mask good, mask on, mask off, two masks, three masks, all this has led to total distrust of the CDC, of doctors in general. Lockdowns we know caused major harm, and yet Fauci said he would do it again. He will not even admit the lockdowns didn't work. He will not admit the lockdowns caused economic harm. He won't admit it. That's evil. That is evil. That is simply not wanting to put a dent in your quote-unquote record, in your legacy. But maybe they'll just drop it one day and we can all stop talking about it because I'm getting sick of talking about it. And this is once again proof, proof that the vaccines didn't get us back to normal because we're almost in July of 2022 and we're still talking about this, which means we're not back to normal. This is abnormal to continue to talk about this. Another, another reason the vaccines failed, another proof that they failed. We are not back to normal. We were promised, they said it over and over again, the vaccines will get us back to normal. Get these vaccines because they will get us back to normal. And they have not. It's a lie. It's a failure. The vaccine failed and these people failed. 
And this has been a Let's Be Heard. We did an, over an hour today on this. Um, no one wanted to talk about Zelensky. No one wants to talk about Zelensky. Anyway, maybe tomorrow. My name is Mike Kachopoli. Thanks for listening. And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. And if you're in Canada, vote the Liberal Party out of office. Get rid of Trudeau, too. I'll add that. Get rid of all of them now. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.